Business Person of the Month with Evershed Sutherland, Ireland's most established and largest global law firm. Now, each month we'll be showcasing some of the country's finest business leaders and innovators working at the biggest and smallest companies in Ireland. And the award for Business Person of the Month will reflect excellent within the recipient's profession. And I have our October winner sitting in front of me, who I will introduce to you shortly. 20 years ago in Ireland, there was a set number of taxis allowed on our streets. There was no competition to speak of and lengthy queues for what few taxis there were at the weekend. The internet has, of course, transformed things and now taxis are booked on mobile phones and you can see them as they come round the corner or not to pick you up wherever you want. It's by no means perfect service and there have been complaints but free now is the largest taxi booking app in the country and I'm delighted to say that Niall Carson, uh, the Managing Director of Free Now here in Ireland, has been awarded Business Person of the Month. Congratulations, Niall. Thank you, Joe. What an intro. Uh, There's quite quite a bit in there to cover. There's a fair bit in there to get in and thank you for coming in to join us. You've been in the car and motoring business for quite a while. Yeah, pretty much all my life. If uh, we look, uh, I come from a family business out of Kilachandra. Uh, tire Care is the company that my father and my brother run, and it's involved in providing tire equipment and repair materials uh, to all tire bays across Ireland. So I've been uh, t- in touch with the transport sector from a very early age. So there's petrol or diesel running through your veins <laughs> in, in that respect, or electricity as we're now uh, uh, well, moving to EVs. Yes, as well, Joe. well, there's volts running through your system. <laughs> so then you you also were working with um, with Halo. That's right. That's right. So, uh, you know, I moved from uh, through car rental, car sharing and then Halo, which was quite disruptive at the time. Yes. I joined them seven years ago to launch the B2B platform, which is um, operating yeah, so successfully. But uh, I went on to lead uh, the Irish business and the UK business on the B2B side. And then in the last two years, taken over leadership of the, uh, the business across Ireland, uh, which I suppose we're very proud to say completed journeys in every county in Ireland last week. So it's, uh, yeah, it's a positive time for us, although challenging, as you mentioned. Yeah, no, there's, there's always challenges in, in, in every business. Were you one of the, I mean, you're a f- relatively young man now. Were you one of those people who would have been queuing for ages in our city streets trying to get home 20 years ago? Absolutely, I remember. Or maybe that. you were doing your leaving cert or something like that. <laughs> I'm afraid not. I remember the 20 years ago on uh, College Green, that queue on the taxi rank was, uh, yeah, it was it was challenging and uh, certainly it was just the lack of supply was, um, was something that people spoke about, particularly at this this time of year, as the evenings get darker, wetter, yeah. um, we do see an increase in uh, in in uh, demand. But I think right now, you know, over the last ten years, we've seen the driver base in Ireland drop thirty percent, wow. and that has presented a lot of challenges. You know, we have been involved in submitting white papers to government to really uh, look for the improvements for for the drivers that are really keeping the country moving. I think um, everyone knows that. What, what kind of things would you like changed? I think look, really uh, the supports that drivers receive. You know, we've a very active driver base across Ireland that you know keep us moving for, through you know people's leisure lives but also business and tourism they're essential uh, part of that what we'd love to see is the uh, I suppose encouraging more drivers into the industry we have seen greater supports in place uh, as of the start of September through the NTA but also looking at the modernisation and electrification of the fleet I think Ireland has an opportunity to be a standard bearer in uh, Europe by having a fully electric taxi fleet it's a commitment that we've made by 2030 we'd like 
expect to see that. Today, we are having an electric vehicle roadshow for our drivers in the RDS. Mm-hmm. So I know um, Leanne and Jamie won't mind me mentioning they're part of our operations team that were last night working late to make sure that it was all set up in the RDS and uh, really excited to have over a thousand drivers there throughout today. So you are, you still do have a shortage and you're still keen to lure more drivers into the business. Is there a reputational issue? Do some people think, oh God, maybe it's not a safe job to be doing or maybe it's uh, it's very long hours, maybe the pay isn't good enough. What sort of reputational issues do you have to, to combat? Yeah, well, first of all, I know that a lot of drivers in Ireland and they're all small business owners. You know, they're all yeah. running their own business. They know None of them business. are on the books with Free Now, per se. Not at all, no. Yeah. Like, they, they have a choice uh, to work with ourselves, to, to work, you know, on ranks. And the decision to work with us is the flexibility that it offers them. So they can turn on the app day or night and they'll be offered jobs. They'll see pre-bookings and they'll have that flexibility. And I think even during COVID, there was drivers that hadn't been working with us that made the decision to move across because they only pay for the work that they complete with us. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's a good partnership that we've been working um, strongly with them to make sure that we can support their business. Um, and that's across Ireland. Yeah, and what sort of vetting do you do for your drivers? Because some of them don't have a great command of the local language and they certainly don't know Dublin roads or alleyways or byways. Well, I think one of the things that we have is technology has really removed some of those challenges. When we have the mapping that exists today, um, I think that the exam that drivers have to pass is, is quite quite extensive. What, what sort of exam is it? Oh no, so through the NTA and through their services with A+, they, there's a, an exam that 25% is on the industry uh, on the industry knowledge and understanding um, how the industry works and there, you know, the certain standards that they'd have to uphold, but also there's a there's a ge- geography test and uh, really you have to understand all the streets, the different landmarks, and I think that that actually could be relaxed in, these, in this day and age because we have so much um, uh, through our mapping system, the Googles and the ways out there that actually uh, allow drivers to get door to door. But I think uh, you mentioned safety. Safety mm. from when I joined the company seven years ago has been a front, you know, front of mind. Mm. Uh, when you, but that's also for drivers and passengers. You yeah. know, pa- drivers can see where the passenger is, and likewise, passengers the driver. But also, they get a picture of the driver, and, and passengers can upload their picture too. There's the ability to phone. So on a dark night, if you're waiting in the house, you don't have to go out and look up and down the street. You You'll it. wait till the driver pulls up outside and you can phone the driver as well. So that has been a huge part for that as well as being able to rate driver afterwards. Um, so you can put a rating in. And the key thing we see... And you see guys can rate the passengers as well. So if you have an antisocial um, passenger, you can also kind of mark them down, can't you? Yeah, and I think that's that's good for us all to be yeah. accountable. Um, and yeah. I think after a journey, often drivers um, w- wouldn't have the traceability. A passenger may do something um, untoward and they'll be able to track them. And likewise, if a passenger had an issue with a driver, there's very clear lines to uh, complain. But I can assure you that's not, that's not a big issue for us. What happened after lockdown when there was a huge surge in demand but there seemed to be a real dearth of cars? Well I suppose it was in the last 10 years we've lost 30% of the driver base but Mm. through the pandemic we lost 10% and that really led to uh, a lot of challenges. I think a lot of drivers had to go and seek other forms of employment. I know uh, speaking to Dublin Bus that they they recruited a lot of drivers away but it's it's slowly coming back. You know on a weekly basis we would see about 20 to 30 new drivers joining Freenet 
now mm-hmm. um, and we have created a training program called the Free Now Manual where it's an online training program to help them pass the test to bring more drivers into the industry because we want it to be you know a rising tide the drivers that are out there are really busy but we want to bring in more drivers to support that There's massive shakeup coming in the pub and nightclub business you'll soon be allowed get uh, the nightclub be allowed to stay open until 6am I presume that's good for you guys to stagger people kind of erupting Absol- onto the street. Yeah, it's something that we, we campaigned for. We, uh, we spoke recently to an Oireachtas Committee on Transport um, about these sort of issues. And staggered closing times is something that I think we'd, we'd be very supportive of. I think for too long, that surge in demand, drivers end up getting the, the brunt of that. Uh, it would be much better to see that demand staggered throughout the evening. I think the, the half 12 closing time will be interesting because public transport, as we know, shuts down around half 11. Mm-hmm. So half 12 for pubs might be There might be an interregnum there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, 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 there'll be certainly a rebalancing and we'll see how things go. But the six o'clock is, uh, closing time for nightclubs is good news for us. And um, second-hand car prices are rising. Is, that's going to be an issue for your drivers, isn't it? Yeah, the, co- the cost of running the business has really soared. I think it's terrifying when you pull up at the petrol pumps now to refuel. But... The electric vehicle option, I was with a driver the other day who said he's saved an absolute fortune by moving to electric vehicle and that's something that... But they're still pricey though, Niall, aren't they? You know, €44,000 to buy an ID4 or something like that? Absolutely, but there's great government supports in place. Um, There's a €20,000 grant available to drivers for vehicles um, approaching end of life, but also over 300,000 kilometres on the clock. Mm. So it's some really positive supports and I think Ireland have been doing a great job on making the move and we just encourage the government to keep those supports in place that we can make uh, these vehicles that are used so much more than privately owned cars that they are used uh, on our roads and those electric journeys are taking place throughout our, our cities and urban areas. Well, thank you very much, Niall, for coming in. That's Niall Carson, the Managing Director of Free Now Ireland and now our Business Person of the Month for October. And as such, you win a gorgeous engraved Shannon Rollerball Bog Oak Pen with solid oak case. And I've seen it. It is really nice, actually, Niall. You'll like it. Uh, remember, the New Stock Business Person of the Month is open to all types of companies, large or small. So if you know a candidate who you feel has excelled in their field, you can nominate them for Business Person of the Month and you can even nominate yourself. Simply go to newstalk.com forward slash nominate. And that's all thanks to Eversheds Sutherland, Ireland's largest and most established global law firm.